Thank you, James. This is Amy here bringing you God's word for today. Uh, But before we jump into Philippians chapter 2, let's pray. God, we thank you for this day that you have made. May we rejoice and be glad in it. And Father, I pray that as we read your word today, that you would transform the way we think, that it would be etched on our hearts, God, and that we would become more like Jesus because of it. For your glory in your precious, mighty name. Amen. Okay, Philippians chapter 2, we're really going to talk about verse 3 and 4, but I want to read verses 1 and 2 just to kind of prelude what Paul is doing here. Um, Chapter 2, verse 1, Therefore, if there is any encouragement in Christ, if there is any consolation of love, if there is any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and compassion... Make my joy complete by, and now he's going to give us four things. Number one, being of the same mind. Number two, maintaining the same love. Number three, united in spirit. And number four, intent on one purpose. This is heavy unity right here. He's saying his joy will be complete when the Philippian church is united of the same mind, the same love. United in spirit, intent on one purpose. He knows and understands that this is the heart of the Father. We've talked about John 17, and if you've been listening um, in order, you've heard me say that the past uh, several episodes, kind of alluding to Jesus' prayer in John 17, because unity in the body of Christ is heavy on my heart, uh, especially for this season that we're in as a nation and as a church in the world that is filled with crisis. But unity is what um, Jesus said in John 17, that our unity would be what shows the world, A, that God sent Jesus, and B, that God loves the world. So this this heart of Paul right here, that his joy would be complete when the church is united, resonates with me. And I just think, Lord, let us be the answer to Jesus's prayer. So how do we do that? Verses three and four is uh, Paul's like tangible instruction here. Uh, Verse three, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves. Verse 4, do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. So do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit. Unity means that we have to humble ourselves. Humility is a key virtue of a follower of Jesus. And Paul is telling us here that our selfishness and empty conceit Apart, if we're not, you know, humble in mind and don't regard others as more important than ourselves, we're not going to achieve the unity that he's saying will make his joy complete. In verse four, don't merely look out for your own personal interests. Now, I'm a mom. I have my own personal interests. I'm a wife (laughs) and a, a daughter and a sister and a friend. And it's easy to think that my interests are important, that my expectations are more important. But this verse is teaching us that we must die to ourselves, humble ourselves, and value the other people. So for me as a wife, I value my husband as more important than myself. I value my children as more important than myself. 
I value my friendships as more important than myself. And as I do that, I'm positioning myself to be of the same mind as Jesus in the body of Christ, to maintain the same love, God's love for all people, to be united in spirit and intent on one purpose. And what is our purpose? 2 Corinthians 5, we are ambassadors. We are given the ministry of reconciliation. So our purpose is to embody and exemplify the love of Jesus in all that we do. And we will do this when we lay down our own personal interests for the interests of others. So I encourage you today, whether it's in your marriage, in parenting, with coworkers, um, or maybe even just with those you engage with on social media, or if you listen to the news, you know, it's easy to see someone else and elevate our own interests um, in our own, you know, ideas and expectations and agendas. And I just want to encourage you to remember that you are a part of the larger body of Christ. You are not alone. This is the most incredible thing. You are not alone. And I'm praying for you. And I hope that you're praying for me and that we, as we pray for one another and pray for the bigger body of Christ, that we would follow Jesus, the head of the body, that we will go where he goes, that we will talk like he talks because to be his representative in the world means we have to love and show compassion and nurture and care for others in the same way that he does, that he did and <laughs> does through us. So uh, let me pray. God, I thank you for those listening uh, to this podcast today. I pray that you will be with them. Lord, that they would feel your presence in a new way today, that they would hear your voice clearer. God, that the distractions would be removed, that they would have a time with you that is special. Father, that you would be about them in all that they do for your glory. In Jesus' name, uh, go now in the love of Jesus and make peace.